0: Hey, I'm Rebecca Hamilton, creator and owner of Chick Boss Cake. Thanks for joining me on my Scrap the Sweet Talk podcast, where I'll be sharing all my best life and business tips and tricks on how I've created the life of my dreams, and how you can, too. I'm a no-nonsense, full-disclosure, sweet-talk-scrapping woman entrepreneur who believes in taking charge of your life and ridding yourself of all the excuses that are holding you back. Break it to them gently. Um... No, (laughs) this is Scrap the Sweet Talk, not Talk the Sweet Talk, or in that case, Sing Horrendously the Sweet Talk. (laughs) There will be no breaking anything to anyone gently. By the way, does anyone actually even know that song? Because I don't. I only know the first sentence. Today I'm going to be talking about dun, da, 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 haters. If you don't currently have haters or bad reviews, I've got a cold hard freaking reality check for you my friend. It doesn't mean you're perfect or that your business is perfect. It actually means that you're not big enough yet. You're too small. You haven't reached enough people and your sales probably reflect this too. So if you think you're in the clear or immune to haters and this topic doesn't resonate with you, then you'd better keep playing small, not being your true authentic self, and don't you dare become remotely successful. Because... All of those things are magnets to haters. Okay. There is no industry or business or person in the world who doesn't have haters. And that's because haters hate on everything. I mean, I own a cake shop for God's sake and have haters, okay? So that's just, I think that that just sums it up. It's hilarious. They'll find any reason or excuse in the freaking world to hate you. The reality is that they actually hate themselves, not you, but I'll get into that in a bit. So you want to be successful, hmm? I'm guessing, and I'm only just going to take a wild guess in the dark here, that you're only looking on the bright side of success and haven't given much thought to the dark side of success. And that's okay. I totally get it. You're a positive, like-minded person like myself, and we tend to just focus on the positive side of things. The problem is there's always pros and cons to every situation. And I feel like people don't actually take a freaking second to acknowledge the cons that come along with creating substantial amounts of success. It's true that success amplifies a lot of things, okay? It'll amplify your income, for example, your customer base, your good reviews, your network, and your brand, and all of the good things, all of the fun stuff, all of the things we wish were the only things that would be amplified by success, but that's not the case, okay? Along with amplifying the good, it also amplifies the bad, including your haters, your bad reviews, and everything else that isn't your strength that all of the negative people in the world choose to focus their energy on. This applies to both business and in life. Yes, of course, people will love you, what you stand for, and what you have to offer the world, but they will also hate you, everything you stand for, and what you have to offer the world. Allow me to put this into context for you that might be more relatable or you might be able to understand a little bit better as I put things into perspective for you right now, okay? Anyone that you look up to or aspire to be like has haters. Anyone who is remotely successful has haters. That artist you're obsessed with, Has haters. Taylor Swift has haters. Rachel Hollis has haters. For God freaking sake, Oprah has haters. How, like, who hates Oprah? Okay. I have haters. If you don't have haters, you're either playing too safe and you're too afraid to be your authentic self by being too focused on trying to please everyone or you're not significant enough for people to hate you yet. Yet being the keyword because it's only a matter of time. I know this is a tough concept to grasp, but the more awesome and successful that you become, the more intensely you'll be both loved and hated. So let me just ask you a question that you should be asking yourself. And this is something I think about often, personally. Um, And the question is, Are you prepared to settle for a small and limited amount of success in order to have less haters? Or would you rather have a million dollar company with a higher volume of haters? I mean, I don't know. For me, I'll take the latter. Thank you very much. I don't know. Um, It seems like pretty obvious to me, but that's maybe that's just my opinion and my belief and values, um, I will gladly exchange uh, a couple of haters for a million dollar business. Um, I think that that's a pretty fair trade. So what do you think? I don't know. One of my favorite quotes of all time is by Brene Brown. And oh, by the way, who also has haters. <laughs> if you're struggling to deal with haters, um, go follow Brene Brown. Go watch her TED Talk on vulnerability. She's freaking amazing. I love her so much. And she has a really awesome perspective and way of talking about haters and how to deal with them. And I just I love her approach. She's such a genuine and down-to-earth person. Um, So that's Brene Brown. Go follow her. She has tons of books also, which are all freaking amazing. But one of my favorite quotes of all time by her is, quote, if you're not in the arena also getting your ass kicked, I'm not interested in your feedback, end quote. Meaning, Don't listen to the haters who aren't chasing their dreams and working hard to achieve them. They have no opinion. They don't matter. Block them out. Okay, so if you can't change the fact that there's haters everywhere, then that means you can only change the following two things. Number one yourself, you can change yourself, you can self-develop, you can learn how to adopt strategies and coping mechanisms and better yourself as a person And number two, you can change your approach in how you handle these situations, all right? Remember that you are never in control of what other people think, say, or do, but you are only in control over what you personally think, say, and do. I also feel the need to point out that Haters are not the same as customers who complain about your product or service. They do not belong in the same category and I'm gonna explain why. I've seen other people or businesses um, on social media or whatever talking about um, like customers who have complained uh, about their product or service or whatever um, and how they're just a hater or they're just hating on them or whatever. Um, But I'm here to tell you that the reality is there is a substantial difference between haters and unhappy customers. Okay, you cannot blanket everyone who doesn't love your products into a hater category. Haters hold no value whatsoever and are mean people projecting their own insecurities onto innocent bystanders while unhappy customers are providing helpful insight into areas of your business that could be worth improving upon. In fact, unhappy customers or quote unquote complainers often hold the most valuable feedback that has the potential to take your business to the next level of greatness. Haters, on the other hand, (laughs) majority of the time have never even tried your product or service, but just heard from a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend that you were awful, so it must be true. And uh, if that doesn't speak to the intelligence level of the haters, then I don't know what does. (laughs) Unhappy customers are just that. They're still customers. They've either actually bought your product or tried your service. By the way, I totally get it. Haters and unhappy customers, they both suck the same amount of suckiness. But if you're able to separate yourself from the initial hurt you feel when someone doesn't like your product or service, you'll be able to identify and take away the valuable feedback and implement it to improve your business, hopefully. Obviously, (laughs) positive feedback is wonderful and totally preferred. I get it, trust me. But it'll never help you grow or improve and there is always, always, always room to grow and improve. Look at a company like Apple, for example. They have some of the smartest people in the world working for them. Um, That's just my assumption, but they seem pretty freaking smart over there. I don't know. (laughs) You would think they'd be able to develop the next best thing on their own completely. I mean, they're basically geniuses over there, but they can't because if the customer doesn't like it, then the customer isn't going to buy it. Companies that are that big, like Apple, are constantly digging for customer feedback and even paying for it. Like they literally have departments of staff that they pay money for full time jobs that send out customer satisfaction surveys. And then they go and they have people that they pay to analyze the data in order to improve and roll out the next best product. So if you want to be successful and a big deal, then you need to learn from the bigger companies. You need to pay attention to what they're doing. What are their policies? Um, that's that's like a really good piece of advice that I can give to you that I've done in my own business and in my own life I always look to what bigger companies are doing I I look at what are their strategies I look at their marketing techniques I look at their return policies um, it doesn't mean that I copy them I implement them in a way that matches my own values and my beliefs and makes sense for my business um, obviously you can't really Just take policies that Apple has and implement them in your cake business. I mean, it's kind of a bit of a different industry there. But the principles and stuff that you can learn and take away from what the bigger companies are doing, I mean, they've got it figured out. Okay. They're making bajillions of freaking dollars. And uh, they're obviously doing something right. So, you know, you've heard me talk about in my podcast before and in my blogs and videos, always, always, always get advice and look for um people or businesses who are further ahead than you. Obviously, Apple is a very big stretch further ahead from me um, and probably most people listening to this podcast, but you there is something to be learned in anybody that is ahead of you in anything. So always try and look for that and um, find ways that make sense for you to implement them into your own business. It is the way to go. Trust me. These companies have spent millions of dollars on market research and developing the best systems and strategies, and it would just be such a waste if you or I didn't clue into that and didn't just learn directly from them instead of us trying to do it on our own. Tony Robbins talks about it all the time and he has a quote that says like something along the lines of turning decades to days um, by learning from other people who are further ahead than you and that it just means that instead of you spending a full freaking decade learning something that you could learn in one day by simply just learning it from somebody else um, you would be much further ahead and further along in your journey. Okay, so I've talked about the difference between complainers and haters. So now I'm going to talk to you about how to deal with both types of people. Okay, because like I said before, they both suck the same amount of suckiness. I feel like I could get that on a t shirt and wear it around. It's hilarious. Um, I don't know where I got that from. I just made it up. It's stupid, whatever. Um, So, how to deal with complainers. Okay. If you have people going out of their way to send you negative feedback, this is my advice to you. Value their feedback, okay? Send them a heartfelt thank you for their insight that they provided whether you agree with it or not is irrelevant. Remember, you still get to decide if that feedback is worth making a change or not, but without any feedback, you wouldn't even have the opportunity to do so. So my advice, just be quiet and listen first. What are they saying? analyze it and try to see where they're coming from, this is the time to determine if there's any merit to what they're saying. Look for common trends and feedback that customers are providing also. Is there a main issue that people keep complaining about? Because if so, you'd want to address the root cause of that problem and hopefully implement a solution going forward to avoid people from continuing to complain about it. This goes without saying, but if they're complaining about something that is your personal mistake, meaning you gave them the wrong product or your staff iced the wrong cake flavor or the wrong color or just in my bakery, for example, or misspelled the kid's name on the cake wrong, then you have a couple of options. Um, Number one. The best option, in my personal opinion, you go out of your way to fix it at no cost or inconvenience to the customer. Um, I always like to go with that option because then they get what they actually wanted and they get it fixed and it's proper and everything. And I, we always try to throw in some extra treats as well because. Obviously, it wasn't the first impression and the best experience that we wanted to provide to them. Um, Another option is to provide a full refund or credit towards their next purchase um, because it's really important to own your mistakes and provide sensible solutions in favor of the customer because that builds trust and loyalty. So if you are running your business, and you're not taking ownership for your personal mistakes, um, which also include the mistakes of your staff because you're still responsible for your staff's mistakes. Um, I... Feel like that goes without saying, but maybe it doesn't. Um, that's why it's so important to train your staff properly and make sure that you know they have all the tools and resources they need to do the best job possible. Um, because at the end of the day, everything falls back on you as the business owner. So you need to be owning your own mistakes. And that means providing sensible options. Okay, nothing pisses me off more than when I am personally dealing with a company and they are like, they messed up something like completely. I had no part in it and they made a mistake and they do not take ownership for it. Like they don't offer anything. They don't offer to fix it. Like number one pet peeve for sure. And I've had a lot of experience experiences with businesses that have done that. And I'm just like, how are you even in freaking business? Um, But at the end of the day, there's no barrier to entry for owning a business, um, but they will not be around long, like at all. And I know that. So I just kind of keep that to myself. And if that's how they want to run their business, then by all means, you do you. And I probably won't see you around in the next couple of years. So contrary to that, too, I have had awesome experiences with businesses where, you know, they have made a mistake and they've gone above and beyond to fix it for me. And to be honest, sometimes that actually builds more trust and develops more of a relationship than just providing a perfect product in the first place, because it allows for them to show you that no matter what you get from them, they will always stand behind their product and they will always have a legit solution for you. So um, I'm not saying to make mistakes on purpose. I'm just simply saying that that sometimes actually creates more of a bond than if I had gotten a product that was perfect in the first place. I would have just been like, oh, that's what I expected. That's great. Um, But, you know, sometimes when mistakes do happen, that is the opportunity for the business to build that relationship solidify the trust, and hopefully prove to you that they've got your back going forward no matter what. And I personally think that that is the best way to run a business. And now to my next topic on how to deal with the haters. So as previously mentioned... Haters are useless, okay? So my tips on dealing with them are, don't waste your freaking time or precious energy, period. That's it, that's all, that's all I've got for you. Thanks for listening. Just kidding, but seriously, that's literally it. That's my key advice for dealing with haters. Do not engage with them. You will never win because the thing with haters is that they have an endless amount of time and an endless amount of energy to dedicate and waste on useless crap. And you don't. You've got a freaking business to run and an empire to build. Okay. You don't got the time. You don't have the energy. You need to be spending your time and energy on things that bring you success, happiness, and fulfillment. And dealing and responding to haters is not one of those things. Okay. Also, delete and block them from everything. Okay. I don't know why some people are like, Oh, like I, I just, I'm just going to respond and like, leave them, like, let them follow me and whatever. Like that is awful. Like, don't why would you do that? Why would you want to do that? That's so stupid. Um, You do not owe anything to them. I mean, I just, I don't know where this comes from, but sometimes people are shocked when I tell them I just like block people. I don't care. It's my social media. It's my page. It's my personal space where I get to share what I want to share. And if people don't like it or they want to share their hateful opinion on it, they're gone. I don't give them a second chance. If they show me that they're going to post something inappropriate or hateful or negative, then I know they're showing me their truest self and who they actually are. And I have no time for that at all and you shouldn't either okay you owe them nothing and you are under no obligation to let people follow you or keep them on your page or whatever the heck um, get rid of them delete them block them from everything okay it's very simple because if they hate on you once they will do it again Okay, they will, they always do. I've done a couple times where I was like, oh, you know, that comment was a little bit kind of sketchy, a little negative, whatever. Um, Maybe they were just, you know, whatever excuse you want to make for them. I'll just delete their stupid ass comment, wait like a week, and then they're commenting something else that's just as stupid on another post. So it's just, it's who they are as people. Okay, they don't have any self control, they don't have any love in their hearts, no kindness. um and you know I've done that a couple times where I've given them a chance, a second chance, and they do it again. They're just looking for things to hate on, and it's not gonna be on my time or my page or anything to do with me. They can go hate on their social media, whatever they want to post, or whatever they're in control of their own pages, um, and I'm in control of mine. And guess what? You're in control of yours. So you owe it to nobody to give haters the platform an opportunity to hate on your pages or social media feeds. Delete, block, and repeat. I also would like to point out that I find it hilarious when people are like, oh, Freedom of speech, and they like to pull that whole freedom of speech card. Um, I think that that's cute and very naive and very stupid in my personal opinion, because while yes, there is a freedom of speech that you're allowed to do, But there's also consequences for your freedom of speech. So if you say hateful things and that is your freedom of speech, it is my freedom uh, to delete you and block you. So there's that. I actually had to delete and block somebody just yesterday because they felt the need to message my staff um, about a cake that they were significantly offended by um, simply because of the logo on it, which, in my opinion, is not remotely offensive and in fact I feel the opposite because I have so much respect for police officers Um, but it was the OPP cake that I posted and they were like oh it's a bit triggering in a social climate like this and um that's great that that's their opinion. My opinion is if you needed the police and you were in desperate need and they were there to help you, I think that you would have a very different opinion on uh, police in general. And I think that is just stupid and super ignorant to blanket a profession as a Everybody being bad or awful or corrupt because last time I checked, um, there are corrupt doctors, there are corrupt nurses, there are corrupt business owners, there are corrupt pol- politicians. Um, there's corruption across every industry, and just to blanket one profession is stupid, in my opinion. Um, and I Don't condone any corruption in anything, but I just think that, you know, it's hilarious that somebody could be so offended by simply a picture of a cute cake with a logo on it that is not remotely offensive at all, in my opinion, um, and turn it into something so angry and so aggressive and so offensive so um, and that's just an example in my industry where I can instantly post a picture of a custom cake that our customer was so happy to receive and I'm sure that that person is a very hard working individual um, I have a lot of friends who are police officers and I just respect the freaking crap out of them and I know that they're good people and yes, like I said, there's corrupt people everywhere, um, not in one particular profession. And that's just my opinion. So um, I just thought that that was a really interesting example of how I can just post a picture of a cake because I'm a cake company. I am not a platform for discussing politics, (laughs) believe it or not. I don't know. Some people might think that it is apparently. Um, But yeah, so in any industry, it can happen. And that's when I just delete and block because I ain't got no time for that. And neither should you. The best key takeaway of advice that I can give to you is You need to come to terms with the fact that if you want to play big, and if you choose to grow and be successful and develop the successful empire of a business, you're going to have haters. It's not a matter of whether or not you will. It's a matter of when you're successful and big enough, you will. They will come. It's your responsibility to develop your own strategies and coping mechanisms that will help you to deal with them. Always, always, always remember that anytime anyone hates on you for anything, it's simply them projecting their own insecurities onto you. And ultimately, that has nothing to do with you at all. Once you adopt this mindset and belief, you won't give a shit what anyone else thinks of you ever. (laughs) There are so many different personalities in this world and people with different values and beliefs. And guess what? You do not have to be friends with everybody. In fact, you should be very selective of the people you hang around most because of that saying that you are like the top five people you hang around. It's true. Other people's behaviors wear off on you over time. It's literally just human nature. It's how we are as people. Um, And if you surround yourself with people who are more successful than you, guess what? They'll push you to be more successful. I am all about kindness and equality, but that doesn't mean that you need to be friends with everyone. It simply means that you treat everyone with kindness and respect, regardless if you are friends with them or not. The way you treat people who don't have anything to offer you says more about you than it does about them. So I strongly encourage you to develop the strength, confidence, and awareness to make decisions that are in your own best interest while still being kind when you have to part ways with people, part ways with partnerships, friendships, or anyone in life um, that you're choosing not to hang around or not to spend a significant amount of time with. um, There are still kind and nice ways to do that. It does not mean you need to be mean to them just because someone has different values or opinions or believes in a different religion or whatever politics as we like to talk about on here not (laughs) um just because someone is walking a different life than you doesn't make them a bad person unless of course they're a serial killer i think we can all agree that serial killers are crap people. (laughs) Um, But it does not mean that you need to treat them with any less kindness and respect. I feel like fundamentally all people aside from serial killers, of course, deserve to be treated with kindness and respect, regardless of if you have a relationship with them or not. So next time someone is hating on you and you find yourself wondering what you did wrong or how the heck another human being can be so freaking cruel, remember, okay, there are all kinds of wacky freaking people out there in this world. They may not exist in your bubble, in your mind, But you need to expand your horizons and recognize that the world is full of all kinds of, quote unquote, characters of the world, as Chad and I like to call them. Have you watched the Netflix documentaries? They're flooded with stories of Carol Baskins, Tiger King dudes, don't F with cats, and just Too many to list, and they're awful and traumatizing, Um, and, like, obviously we all love to watch them, and they're very interesting, but there's no shortage of weird people in the world. Okay. They're out there. Obviously those are extreme cases of unhinged people, but there's no shortage of them, which is my point. And it's not your job to fix them or understand them. It's your job to have the strategies in place that allow you to deflect their insecurities and protect yourself and protect your energy. Hurt people, hurt people, happy and fulfilled people lift each other up. If you want to grow an empire, okay, and have an extremely successful, thriving business that you can be proud of and leave a legacy of awesomeness behind when you go, then you need to know that success is a target for haters. Authenticity is also a target for haters. Confidence is a target for haters. Haters are drawn to successful, authentic, and confident people because they have everything that haters don't have, but crave so Badly. Learn to deal with them now so that they don't pull you into their web of negativity later on. As always, thanks for listening to my podcast, Scrap the Sweet Talk, with me, your host, Rebecca Hamilton, creator and owner of Chick Boss Cake. I can't wait to talk to you again soon Hit me up on social media. I'm on Instagram at Rebecca at Chick Boss Cake or Facebook as Rebecca Hamilton. And today is a great day to make greatness happen and turn your ordinary life into something extraordinary. Start creating the life of your dreams Today.